안녕하세요. You are listening to Ginger and Ginseng from Mighty Fortress Press, where through our stories, we hope to energize and encourage and entertain all the families out there. This is Sharon, your ginger. And this is Eunice, your ginseng. And in today's episode, we are talking about kamsa. Uh, Thanksgiving is right around the corner. We have chuseok that just passed. We're talking about gratitude, gratitude attitude, right? Um, so let's talk a little bit about, you know, kamsa, the, the reason why we have to be thankful for the season. And how we celebrate kamsa. I think a lot of the times as, a, as Thanksgiving's coming, we tend to get stressed. But I think this is a good time to kind of settle in and talk about how did we celebrate Thanksgiving as Korean Americans growing up here and how do we currently celebrate Thanksgiving and what traditions have we brought into our lives now? That's right. I mean, for me personally, my Thanksgiving spread, it was turkey, mashed potatoes, cranberries, ham, but you know what else was also on the table? Huh? Chapche, kimchi, galbi. Do you know what I mean? Because was yours fusion like that too? Yours sounds very close to a pilgrim's dinner. Is that oh, yeah. what they had? <laughs> Yeah, you know, um, that's so funny because we always had chapche because my mom makes a killer chapche. Does she? But I don't know why, but now thinking about it, Eunice, we always had a platter of sashimi. Sashimi? What? (laughs) I know, I know. And it doesn't jive together, but I think sashimi because anytime it was a special event like Christmas or Thanksgiving, I think my mom and dad wanted to feel like, oh, there's something special on the table. And you know, back then, quit. Sashimi is expensive. I mean, it's still expensive now. Exactly. And so I think it was their way of like, we're going all out. We're having a platter of sashimi. Was it tuna? (laughs) Was it salmon? Was it both? I remember it being... Albacore? It was... Oh no, that's too fancy. So I remember it being tuna and salmon and some kind of white fish where I don't remember what it is. Okay. But yeah, I think because of that, my brother and I always ate sashimi very early on. But you're going back to your point, it was very hodgepodgey of just Asian food and turkey food. I think that kind of shows that our dinner table kind of shows like our Korean American sort of identity, right? It's not 100% American. It's not 100% Korean. Mm -hmm. It's a fusion, kind of like how we eat. It really is. So how did your family celebrate Thanksgiving growing up? Was it um, a lot of family members or was it just you guys? Yeah, uh, I have a huge family. It's not just our nuclear family. It's Mm -hmm. um, my mom's side. She has three siblings. On my dad's side, he has three siblings. And each of the siblings each had two plus kids. So I had a lot of cousins growing up. All my grandparents are not in Korea they're they all immigrated to the United States oh wow so and everyone lives in Los Angeles everyone lived in Los Angeles that's so fun uh so we we had great really huge Thanksgiving Christmases every holiday it was like a big it was a big family meeting okay um so I grew up with all my cousins and all my did I miss anyone? Harmony, Harabuji, Like everyone, it was crazy, but it was great. And yeah. the only thing that I'm a little ashwa, a little sad about, yeah. is for my own kids, like it's just me and my sister. Mm-hmm. And my sister is not married yet. Mm-hmm. And my bro- my my husband has a brother, but he lives in Korea. Okay. And they have one daughter. And so like here in the United States side, right? 
my my son and daughter they don't have any cousins you know first of all i just want to mention this really quick i'm so amazed at the previous generations for how many kids they had yes i mean i'm barely surviving with my two kids <laughs> but i look at my family and you know on my dad's side it's a sibling of four on my mom's side it's three siblings how did our hymenies raise all these children and were like no idea. pulling it all together with two kids? You yes. know, it's pretty tedane in my opinion. Yes. But that's what makes these holidays so fun because everyone's gathering together. Exactly. So what, is your, what did your Thanksgiving look like growing up? So contrasting to your family experience, I had a very quiet and quaint Thanksgiving. So okay. I grew up in the Midwest in Chicago and it was just my parents and my brother and I because my dad's side of the family was all here in California. Okay. My mom's side is actually all in Canada. So Thanksgiving ended up being pretty quiet for us, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I looked forward to Thanksgiving every year, but you know, talking to my mom, she still has sort of a bit of um, just sadness when it comes to holidays because she wished that she could provide us with your experience. Mm-hmm. All the cousins gathered together and have this big celebration. So she kind of wishes like we had family close by during the holiday time. But I told her, you know, it it never bothered me. It never made me too sad. But I do remember one year we actually went up to Canada and celebrated Canadian Thanksgiving, which actually takes place on Columbus Day. Okay. So we flew up one year and we celebrated Canadian Thanksgiving with my entire mom's side of the family. And that was, to this day, it's one of the best Thanksgivings I've ever had. It was just all my cousins together, all my emos. Uh, my grandma, my emos are cooking, and the cousins are all just acting silly and goofy okay. and being immature. And, you know, I could totally see now why people had big family gatherings. The only question I have about a Canadian Thanksgiving mm-hmm. is, is it the exact same food as American Thanksgiving? It or is. Or is it exactly the same? Exactly the same food. Like, you have a ham or you have a turkey, you have okay. all the trimmings. Okay. It's just so delicious. Okay. Yeah. Nothing like uniquely Canadian with like a special dish or something. It was only one time I've celebrated Canadian Thanksgiving <laughs> up there, but from what I remember, it was all the same kind of turkey and trimmings. Okay. With chapche and probably kaibijim and kimchi, oh. as we just spoke about. <laughs> so, um, on the topic of turkey, have you ever cooked your own turkey before, Eunice? Oh my goodness. Um... You know what? I was really excited that I got a flyer in the mail from KFC saying that you can order a turkey from KFC. <laughs> I never knew that. Like a full-size turkey. I don't know if it's a full-size turkey or if it's like a smaller turkey. But when I saw that, I was like, oh my goodness, this seems like a really good backup option. Like I'm not really ambitious when it comes to cooking like a big meal or doing the turkey for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And honestly, this year, um, my... I just got, I just, my mom just sent me a text message telling me that we're meeting at my Wismo's house. Okay. So my Wismo is a fantastic cook. So we're all going to meet over there uh, and we're going to have turkey. And I'm sure uh, maybe this year I'll bring a platter of sashimi. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's what we're doing. So she's going to be doing most of the heavy okay. lifting. I'll probably be bringing, you know, side dishes. Okay. So I've only made a turkey one time in my life. Okay. And it was maybe a few years into our marriage and we didn't have kids yet. Okay. And I decided this is the year I'm going to make a turkey. So I actually went on Food Network and got Alton Brown's recipe. He's Ooh, one of the food star, a Food Network star. And so what you have to do is you put it in a brine for like a day or two, like a What's salt. That? 
it's like like a salt water brine. Okay. And so that your turkey pretty much just sucks in all the salty goodness. Oh. And then you cook it. But what Alton Brown recommends is that you create a breast shield made out of foil and you put it on top of your turkey and it pretty much um, keeps the top part of the turkey from burning and drying out. Oh, right? okay. That so, makes sense. So, and then the last hour you take off the breast shield and then you just let it cook naturally. But the problem is I took off this breast shield and it looked like a temori ajashi. What? Like a... Like an old Korean man with bald, with bald hair and oh just hair on the side. Oh my gosh! Like yeah. it was pale. It was pale. So I had to like raw, sun. raw chicken. It was raw. It was still cooked. It's just the color did not look like oh. you know what you would see on like a Food Network show, right? <laughs> so I had to butter it up on top and pretty much suntan this turkey. Oh my goodness! And so, anyways, we got it to be like a sort of a nice brown color, and then. We ate it, but it was actually really good. It was so moist. My oh. husband says it was one of the best turkeys he's ever had. But so the, the the thing that makes the story the most memorable is that later that night, after we ate dinner, we cleaned up the kitchen. I found out I was pregnant that night. Oh my god! Yes, and so that's probably why that was the last time I made a turkey. And, <laughs> and you <laughs> have since not made a turkey no, because you have kids. Because and... now we have kids. Right. So these days. So your kid is how? Your oldest is my how old? oldest is seven. Seven. So how old do you think he has to be before you start? <laughs> you get courage, right? And him. Yes. To make a turkey again, like to 10? have a mahim to make another turkey. I am so lazy, you know. <laughs> these days, I either buy a honey baked ham or, okay, don't judge me. Well, you just shared about KFC, so now I don't feel as bad. <laughs> okay, but sometimes we go to a steakhouse. Yeah. And so there are steakhouses that are open on Thanksgiving Day. You mean like Laurie's or something? Not Laurie's, but we go to this place called Chart House, and they have the Thanksgiving special, Ooh. where you can get like two slices of turkeys and all the trimmings, and for you know the in-laws or whoever that wants steak right or the kids that want mac and cheese like oh. it has everything for everyone and so some years we've just been like nobody Let's has go to, to chart cook. house we go to chart house oh great yeah and other times you know we'll go to my brother's house and he's a fantastic cook but yeah like i i feel like i don't put that much effort into thanksgiving anymore anymore but we we do try to you know celebrate the best we can right yeah right are um so are you you said your emo and your um, your mom, they're going to be cooking for Thanksgiving. What do what does your generation do? Do you guys just watch the kids or do you guys help out? Um, do you cut fruit in the corner? I do <laughs> cut fruit, but you know what? I think because I have my own kids to look after, I um, I just try to do sargochi at the end. And I, I bring fruits, mm -hmm. but I, I'll have to volunteer. I'll have to volunteer to yeah. do something. Yeah, yeah, I can't just like do nothing, right? <laughs> yeah. So there's Thanksgiving, but I also wanted to talk about Korean Thanksgiving, which is Chuseok, and it passed already in September. Mm -hmm. Does your family celebrate Chuseok, or do you guys do anything for Chuseok? Chuseok, oh my goodness. Uh, no, I honestly didn't, I don't even, it's not on my calendar. I have no idea what, what really what that is. My parents don't tell me it's Chuseok or anything. Yeah. yeah, what is that? So, okay, don't quote me on this. I'm not a historian. But from what I remember, Chuseok is where, um, you know, back in the day, the farmers used to celebrate their harvest. So okay. you're thanking the gods or the ancestors for the abundance of what you were able to produce that year. So you're right. celebrating the harvest. That's this was before the introduction of Christianity in Korea, yes, too. This is like exactly. the old days. Old school. Yeah. Yes. And so that's sort of the background of Chuseok. 
Um, these days, I think it's it's really just like a merry Thanksgiving. Everyone gets together and they have a great meal. And I think some families may still do the whole uh, uh, bowing down to the ancestors. Uh, mm-hmm. Cheza, I think that's what uh-huh. it's called. Right. Yeah, but. Ooh, now I remember what Chuseok is. The fun part is making the songpyeons. Yes. Yeah, so... With the yellow filling? Not the yellow filling. It has like that sesame seedy, syrupy... Syrupy, yummy, delicious. Inside. You usually see it at Toljanchi's baby's right. first birthday. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I remember when I went to Korea and I, and I studied abroad there, I went over to my cousin's house, my family, relative's house, mm-hmm. and we would all make songpyeon. And my, my extended family, uh, who's a female relative, told me that if I make a really pretty songpyeon, then I'll have really, really pretty babies. But if I make really ugly songpyeon, then I'm going to have really ugly babies. So I just remember that. It's like... I've never heard that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I heard that with mandu, when you make dumplings. Uh-huh. That if you make pretty dumplings, you're going to have a pretty dal. Oh, really? Oh, my gosh. I just realized I don't make pretty mandu. And no, I don't, yes, I don't you do. have yeah. a really cute I don't have a daughter, children. though. I don't have a daughter because my <laughs> mandus were ugly. <laughs> but I've never heard that about sompyeon. That's interesting. But your kids are adorable, Eunice, so that probably means oh, you. you made some really good sompyeon. But speaking of sompyeon, one thing my mom did for us growing up is... I always knew when it was Chuseok because she always had Sompyeon and Chun. Chun, Chun Mashi. On the dinner table. Oh, yeah. And she's good at making Chun. Like so, fish Chun, yeah. Puchu Chun, Kimchi Chun. Yeah. What else is there? I don't know. Hobak Chun. I just think it's any kind of vegetable and batter and fried is Chun. Right. Right? Yes. So there was always Chun on the table. And then uh, she always had harvest fruits. So what I. What I mean is like, um, gosh, I can't think of the name. Persimmon, kam, kam. That's right. Um, Asian pear, pear. Oh, I love pear. And chestnuts, pam, pam. And not the chestnuts I talked about in the Panchan episode where it comes prepackaged. I'm talking about <laughs> she was steaming or roasting these chestnuts, uh-huh. and so that always like brought a warm, fuzzy feeling. Where okay, it's fall time and these fruits are coming out. Right. No, those are really good. I used to not like kam. Uh-huh. Growing up, I used to think it tasted nasty, but now that I'm getting older, I feel like my taste buds are changing. Yes. So now, like, my mom used to like cum, but, but now I like cum too. It's so weird. I know. I didn't like it as a kid. I feel like I'm getting how many taste buds. Yes. Now I'm really starting to enjoy the taste. Last weekend, my mom tells me that when I get older, I'm gonna start liking to eat more manner, not manner. Ooh. What, what is that? Uh, pa? not manner. Manner is garlic. Manner, yeah. I'm talking about roots and like shigumchi. Oh, and like namur. Namur, namur. Well, that's healthy for you. We should be eating it now. Yeah. You know, last week we were over at my mom's house and she froze a persimmon. Okay. And she cut it up for my kids and my kids loved it. It's like easy, eating like a frozen, like a fruit bar. Kind of like that. I was surprised. I was very skeptical. I'm like, they're not going to eat cum. Uh-huh. But just she kind of defrosted it a little bit and cut it up for the kids and they ate it. My mom, I went to my mom's house and she froze kelpiko in ice, in, in the ice, what is it Ice called? tray? Ice tray. And give it to the kids? Yeah. Oh. I think our, our, our parents are pioneers in food. <laughs> <laughs> They'll just freeze anything, won't yes. they? <laughs> That's funny. So it's like the season of gratitude, right? Yes. Like, can we talk a bit about how we're both parents, mm-hmm. you know, we have kids. Like, how do, how do you instill gratitude in your kids? That's a good question. Gratitude, Um, attitude. Exactly. You know, 
how do you teach your kids to be thankful, right? You can't even the term th- thankfulness is such a difficult concept for them to understand. Mm-hmm. But one term that I've kind of coined in my house is having a heart full of thanks. Heart full of thanks. And I feel like it's big, it's sensory, and it resonates well with the children. So, for example, okay. whether we're um, having a meal right now or whether we just went on vacation somewhere and came back, I always tell the kids we need to have a heart full of, of thanks, thanks because this is a gift Aww. and it's a blessing. And, you know, funny enough, like recently we went to Disneyland and we're waiting in line for a ride and my son says, Mommy, I have a heart full of thanks right now. Aww. And, you know, That's my husband and I were probably thinking, yeah, you better have a heart full of thanks right now. We've been waiting 45 minutes for this, right? No, but when he says that. Oh, we stuff, paid an arm and a leg to get yes, into Disneyland. It's so expensive to yes, go to Disneyland. Uh-huh. But, you know, when he says that kind of stuff, seriously, like all of that, like, oh, we're waiting in a ride. Like, it just goes away because you just realize, like, they get it. I love that. Yeah. I love that. That's really good. You know, when I go, when I took my kids into bed, mm-hmm. how I try to teach gratitude every evening or whenever whenever I remember is I ask them uh, Miles fill in the blank thank you God for and then he'll fill in the blank oh. he'll say whatever pops into his mind and I've been now he's, he's, gonna, he's turning six this year and my daughter who's turning three this month I, I'll ask her Chloe thank you God for and then she knows what to do because she's heard it she's heard me ask Miles a, a whole lot and yesterday she said thank you God for and then I uh, thank you God for and then she'll be like eyes Right, and then um, and then well, yeah. What would we do without eyes? We wouldn't be able to see. We'll bump into everything. Yeah. And then I'll uh, I'll prompt her again. Thank you, God, for it. She'll be like hair. And then like Miles will be like, yeah. What if what if we didn't have hair? Then we'll get sunburn on our head. And then Chloe's like, then we need to put a sunblock on our head. And then I'll prompt her again. Oh, uh, thank you, God, for. And then she'll just whatever comes to her mind. And we'll do like eight to ten different things that we're grateful yeah. to God for. And I think that I'm trying to that's one way I'm trying to be intentional to instill gratitude in our children. I also feel like you're instilling creativity in your children, which is probably how you wrote your book, Mama What If. But I feel like you let your children sort of just kind of go with their thoughts and their ideas and kind of build on that, which is great. <laughs> Oh, thank you. What about, um, you know, I feel like prayer before bed, prayer before a meal Mm -hmm. also instills a heart of gratitude in children, right? right? Thank you, God, for this meal. Thank you, God, for this home, for safety, for health. I think those things are all important, too. Um... I'm just curious, growing up, did you do um, like yebe or prayer time with your family or do you currently do it now with your children? Oh, I, yes, yes. That's a very good question. I I go through a book, um, a Bible book, and the name is blinking on me right now. Um, There's two different books like, oh yeah, God as Friends. Someone told me about a superhero. Friends of God is one. Okay. And that one was recommended by a Samonim. Okay. My my Samonim, best friend. And then um, I have another one where Jesus is in the storybook bible jesus the storybook bible or something like that okay but uh yeah we we go through a, a, a book we go through a chapter and we we read that and uh, we try to listen and sing to one praise song and then we end it prayer but i would like to do it every day yeah but you know really it doesn't happen that way yeah yeah i wish i would do it. i wish i would like put my foot down and be like yes let's do it yeah like every night but it's hard it is you know our church just finished a parenting series and one of the sessions was about doing family worship mm-hmm. and it was just one of those things where i looked at my husband husband and we're like we don't really do this right now we yeah. pray but we don't really do worship time but mm-hmm. growing up um 
we had yebe time. And yes. it's like the parents read the, the Korean Bible, the grandparents have this super long prayer, and you're like giggling with your sibling,、yeah. you know? Like, I have those memories, which when you're a kid, you're like, this sucks,、yeah. you know? But as an adult, I'm actually really grateful for those times. Yes. Yeah. So, just to wrap up today's episode,、mm-hmm. I kind of want to ask you looking back in 2019. Now that we're coming to the end of the year. Sure. What are a couple things you're grateful for? Good question. Wow, I feel like it's been so busy that I haven't even been able to really get into、um, just the feeling of the season. But, you know, I'm really grateful right now in my life for being able to work part time. Up until、um, early last year, I was, I was actually working full time. Even with the kids? Yeah, with、what? a corporate job and just traveling. And it was just a lot. And I decided to just quit. I just decided, you know what? I, I'm just going to quit my job. And so I took about a year off. Okay. And it was a good year of just kind of. This is cheesy, but soul searching. Just、okay. trying to figure out, like, what's the next step in my life? What do I want to do during this time? What kind of mother do I want to be? And. Earlier this year, I was given the opportunity to come back to my company and work part time. That's fantastic. And it's truly been a blessing, and I can still do what I love the most, which is not only working, like I genuinely do love working,、mm-hmm. but also be there as a wife, be there as a mother, right? And even explore new creative opportunities like this, like having this podcast with you, Eunice. And,、Aww. You know, coming、yeah. out to a Bible study. If I didn't come out to the Bible study, I wouldn't have met、We、you. We wouldn't have met.、That's、exactly.、Right. So I just feel like being able to work part time opened up a lot, a lot of opportunities for other things. So I'm really grateful to just my company for letting me do this right now. And、um, it's been good. You know, it's such a blessing because I know the struggle is so real. Like, there's so、for、many moms. moms. Oh, yeah. Yes, that struggle with a career and trying to be a mom. And it is hard. And so、um, I'm, I just know right now this is such a blessing. What about you, Eunice? What are you thankful for? Huh, I'm grateful for the rain today because I got a free car wash. Woohoo! <laughs> I had a couple bird poops that I needed、and、to remove. And we needed the rain here. <laughs>、um, I'm also, you know what? I am really grateful for my health, Konggang.、Mm. My Chinamani, before she passed away, always used to say, Yunisea, Konggangi Chegoda. She also used to say, Wow. Right, I know. For an Asian woman to say that? Yeah.、Uh, and the reason why I say this is because a good friend of mine, her father passed away. Oh. And、um, I know. And I just feel like we're getting at an age where our parents are getting older. Yes. And they're starting to get sick.、Mm-hmm. And so I'm really grateful for my own health. but Because my parents on both sides, my, my, my own parents and my in laws are very healthy, I'm still able to pursue all the career and creative sort of you know, ideas and projects that、mm-hmm. I want to do. I don't, I'm not, I, I don't have to go to the hospital and visit them.、Yeah. I mean, I, I just consider myself, I'm just really thankful for the season.、Yes. Where they're both all healthy. I know that there will come a time、yes. where it won't be, but I'm just really grateful for my own health and for my own kids and for my husband.、Yeah. So I'm really, I don't want to take that for granted.、Yes. So that's what、I、I'm really、that. thankful for. And I'm really thankful for, honestly, I mean, you said it too, but I'm really grateful for you.、Um, everything that you say is really interesting. There's no other person I'd rather, I mean, rather do than to do this journey, this podcast journey with you.、Oh, you really are the ginger to my ginseng. I love and, that.、Uh, <laughs> and I, I just think, like, we both have a heart to want to engage with the Korean American community or those who relate to Korean、mm-hmm. culture. 
and to just build a community around that. And so um, I just look forward to the future on that. And lastly, I, I'm really grateful for our listeners. Yes. I, I was just looking through. We were just we were just looking through the, through the stats, yes. right? We had 165 listens, yes. which is huge for Woo-hoo, us, right? It I mean, is. <laughs> Little victories at a time. I mean, I know there's podcasts out there that get thousands of listeners each week, but uh-huh. just the fact that where did these 100 50 or 160 people come from it's probably our friends and family and we're so to be honest for our friends and family for all the text messages yes. words of affirmation encouragement yes right all the feedback it's been so wonderful that has been yeah so thank you for all those thank listeners you out there yes so i think that wraps up today's episode thank you all for listening to ginger and chinseng from mighty fortress press we hope that through our conversations you felt energized encouraged and entertained and if you like what you heard today please subscribe and leave a com- leave a comment on our instagram at ginger and and ginseng podcast and regarding that we have a new ginger and ginseng challenge and what we want to do is have all you listeners out there post a picture of your thanksgiving spread thanksgiving feast the dinner table yes or maybe even your chuseok spread from this year if you have one and you're going to hashtag ginger and ginseng challenge and if you post it, we'll go through them and let's see what interesting stuff comes out. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what um, what we what we post. Yeah, we'll do a, we'll do a different challenge every week. Yeah, this will be fun. Exactly, we'll see how it goes. But this has been great. We want to wish everyone a very happy Thanksgiving. And signing off. This is Sharon, your ginger, and this is Eunice, your ginseng. Until, Until next, next time, fighting. <laughs>